Hello everyone and welcome to the Valencia Story Time. I am Valencia, your storyteller. So this is my first time ever making a podcast, and I am not a native speaker, so I may pronounce some words in the wrong way, and I apologize for that. But I promise that I'll work harder. So the next episode will be better. And today, I'm gonna tell you a story from South Sumatra. It's a folklore, actually. This folklore is very famous, and mostly people in South Sumatra know about this folklore. Are you curious what folklore that I'm talking about? So, without any further ado, let's get in to this story. The Kemaro Island. A long time ago, there was a kingdom in South Sumatra. The king had a very beautiful daughter named Siti Fatima. She was single, and many young men fell in love with her. However, they did not have any courage to propose her, because the king wanted his daughter to marry a rich man. One day. A ship from China arrived. The captain of the ship was Tan Bun An. He was a prince from China, and he came to South Sumatra to do business. So, he came to the palace and asked for the king's permission. Your Majesty. May I do my business in your kingdom? Asked Tan Bun An. Hmm. Okay, I will let you stay here and do this business, but remember, you have to share your profit into the kingdom. At least half of your profit, said the king. I agree, Your Majesty," said Tan Bun An. Since then, Tan Bun An often came to the palace, and when he was in the palace, he met Siti Fatima. And you know what? He really admired her beauty, and he also tried to find out. More information about her, and he asked her men to ask the people about Siti Fatima. Some days later, Tan Mutan finally got information about Siti Fatima. He knew that she was single, and the king only wanted to have a rich son-in-law. That information made Tan Mun An work harder and harder to become 
richer. And he also approached Siti Fatima secretly. Siti Fatima really admired his patience and his spirit to work hard. So she fell in love with him. They secretly had a relationship. After a while, Tan Munang felt it was the time for him to propose Siti Fatima. And Tan Munang came into the palace and asked for the king's permission. Your Majesty, I fell in love with your daughter when I first saw her. May I marry her, Your Majesty? I will let you marry my daughter. But there's one thing you have to do if you really want to marry my daughter. You have to give me nine big jars filled with gold, said the king. Tanmanan agreed. Then he wrote a letter to his parents. Tan Mun An also told her, his parents about Siti Fatima. The parents agreed and sent him nine big jars filled with gold. To cover the top of the gold, the parents put some vegetables on it. So, the thieves won't steal it. Later, the nine pictures arrived at the pier of Museum River. Tan Mun immediately looked for the jars, and he was so surprised. When he opened the cover of the jar, he saw rotten vegetables. He only looked at the top of the jar. He didn't search at the bottom of the jar. Hmm, maybe the gold is in the second jar, he thought. Again, he did not find the gold. He was so angry and he threw the jars into the river. Every time he did not see any gold in the jar, he always threw it to the river. And finally, he opened the last jar. Again, he did not see any gold. This time, he was so tired, he did not have any power to throw the jar into the river. Instead, he smashed the jar with a big stone. And... When the jar was broken, Tamun found the gold. He knew he made a mistake. He immediately jumped into the river because he wanted to collect the gold. Siti Fatima saw what was happening. She waited for Tamun at the river bank, but he never showed up. Siti Fatima started to cry. Tanbun An, where are you, Tanbun An? Shh, 
up his tongue and please come back to moon Then, Siti Fatima decided to jump into the river. But, before she jumped, she wrote a letter to her god. The letter said, If you see a pile of soil on the riverbank, then that means it is my grave. Then, she jumped. The guards waited, waited, and waited. Several days later, people saw a pile of soil appearing at the riverbank. The soil was getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. So it finally became an island. And all people there named it. Kamaro Island Kamaro is from the word Kamaro. It means drought season. People named it that because the island is never drought, although the level of the water in the Musi River is high. So, that's the end of the story. From the story, we can learn that we have to be patient in everything that we're doing. Because the patient is the key. What do you guys think about the story? Is it interesting? Or is it not interesting? I hope you guys felt the story was interesting. Yep, I think that's all for today. Thank you for hearing my podcast. And if you guys have any stories that you guys want me to tell you in the next episode, feel free to DM me on Instagram at FlanciaFZ. I can't wait to see you guys again in the next episode. Bye-bye!